Thank you for joining us for live paranormal radio. From the paranormal to the unexplained, it all happens here. It all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in our live video chat 24-7 with our live paranormal radio show hosts and other like-minded people. Live. Paranormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by Full Interaction Media. Stop by now and join the fun. Stop by now and join the fun. It's raising the vibration right here on the Live Paranormal Radio Network. Please join us at LiveParanormal.com and all of our affiliates, including iHeartRadio.com, Google Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podomatic, Player FM, Blog Talk Radio. The list goes on and on and on. Uh, Raising the Vibration was the first outreach, the radio show, of a nonprofit movement of peace and love and kindness and unity that I founded in 2016 after my mom's passing to carry on her good work, her spiritual work, her humanitarian work, um, her want for the world that we become one human family. And that's what that movement is about. This show also about all of those things, but also this show about ascension. It's about evolvement. It's about inspiration, and again, it's about love. So in essence, how are you raising your own vibration? What are you doing to raise your vibration? And then how is that leading to your overall ascension? How are you taking then both of those things that you've amassed and using them to inspire others, which is the most important thing there is, right? I mean, I love that expression that if the uh, if you succeed, if you come up, if you ascend, send the elevator down and bring up 100 people. I mean, I think that should be a perpetual cycle in our lives, sending that elevator down and bringing up 100 people at every turn. That's what we try to do here every week on the show. And then how much love are you throwing into the world? I'm your host, Sheena Metal, and I'm uh, a psychic medium. I'm an interfaith minister. I'm a 27-year talk radio host. In three weeks, I get four weeks, I get to say I'm a 28-year talk radio host here in Los Angeles. I'm a performing artist, and every week on the show, I gather the brightest and the most beautiful and the most heartfelt minds and hearts and souls in every community I'm a part of, the, the spiritual community, the, the entertainment community, the world of give back. And we talk about passion and service. And basically, what are you doing to make the world a better place, right? Because we're here for our own involvement. We're here to walk our own path. We're here to grow. We're here to become enlightened. We're here to evolve. But we're also here to touch all these lives on the way, right? We're here to bring one human family together every day. As part of this one human family, we are here to bring this one human family together. And that means if someone needs help, we help them. If you need help, someone helps you. It's a beautiful world. So today on the show, 
somebody who's a brand new guest on any of my shows, not just here since I came to this network, since I came to Live Paranormal on Our Heart Radio in the last year and a half, but somebody who I've, in all my 28 years, I've never interviewed. I love that story. I love all my regulars that come back, but I also love when I'm discovering new people. Um, Firefly Productions is what she does. She puts events on around Southern California and not just to provide entertainment, yes, that, but also to provide uplift for the world. For, for a, There's a message behind it, right? A spiritual message, a humane message. It's so hard for me to separate spirituality and humanity because, to me, everything I do is motivated by that. So please welcome the wonderful Jamie Thompson to the show. It's great to have you here, my friend. Nice to hear your voice. Welcome. Thank you very much, Shana. Great to have you. Uh, I love people that do things well, but I also love people that do things where there's more of a message behind it, whether it's to uplift people emotionally, spiritually, socially, whatever the reason is. Um, I kind of grew up with a mother who taught me service from the time I could breathe. So there has to be something behind what you do, right, that – that goes beyond just, I did a thing and it's my job, right? Uh, Absolutely. I mean, Firefly Shines events was born out of uh, a need to stay connected, and not just for myself, but I think uh, a lot of my friends, uh, a lot of people I was meeting, I mean, COVID added to it, but it was the whole idea that people were losing connections with each other um, and, and growing apart. And so we're trying to bring them together for mental health. And keep them connected. Yeah, that's, that's um, and, you know, it's beautiful. Yeah. So why why firefly? What does the firefly mean to you? Well, a firefly is a tiny but shiny, uh, gleam and glow. <laughs> they are yeah. they're right. They're here for a good time, not a long time, and they have a short lifespan. But they also right. uh, show the way for people that are lost, you know, they, they light, they light the way they get you out of places and and help you get to other places. So, you know, it seemed apropos to make it a firefly shines events because um, they represent, you know, uh, sayings like you can't take the sky from me and gleam and glow tiny, but shiny. So, and I'm, you know, firefly shines is really about making it, it making events that are including everyone. I mean, it's a non-discriminatory yeah. event. It's, it includes all, all races, all genders, all ethnicities, all places. That we just want to make sure that everyone's included. Come as you are. You don't have to dress a certain way or act a certain way. Just be yourself at our events. We want diversity. We want everyone to feel welcome, and, and you're welcome to stay. That's, you know, the point of it. So we really like that, that you know. I love that. And I think that is so important and the next step jamie in our human evolution it's um yes sometimes you want to be with your tribe or your a specific community of yours it is nice sometimes to be uh with like-minded people but i think the more i think we've done good with that i think people are have really developed a lot of pride and sense of inclusiveness amongst their community of if it's ethnicity or it's gender or sexuality or spirituality whatever the story is I really believe the next phase and kind of my mission with RaisingTheVibration.org and also with my ministry is that now that's great that we've done that. Now how can we 
all do it together. You know what I mean? How can we have things that are inclusive for everyone so that you can be super proud of who you are, but at the same time, you can also be proud to include people that are different. And I think that's that's still a little shaky for us as people. We're still getting used to that. Well, I I agree with you. And, um, you know, it's real important uh, that people stay connected for mental health and they get out and they're, you know, interacting with others because that's how we keep a healthy mind and body. Um, And I think people are starting – sometimes uh, get caught up in their ways and their – so many things I want to say right there. <laughs> I might have to give me a minute on that. <laughs> please. No, please. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, we're getting there, right? It's baby steps. Human evolution is baby steps. And, um, you know, just getting upright way back when was a big evolutionary step for us. Uh, nothing yeah. happens too quickly with us, but I do believe we make forward progress. And I think um, – well, pride and and growing pride in your own communities and people feeling like fighting to be equal no matter what it is i think is wonderful but now like i said the next thing is let's all start to include each other and be inclusive and i love that you do inclusive events because honestly a lot of people don't and um well and i think they're missing out right one of the things that's real important to me is that people uh open their minds open their hearts and let other people in and you know i don't think the goal is for us to you know hold all these boundaries and be strong all the time and be tough and show us you know on social media you tend to see people you know having boundaries they they talk loosely about toxic people and things like that and i don't think you need to worry about toxic people because they don't hang out with healthy people meaning just worry about being the best vibration you can your your whole goal Mm -hmm. on this planet Mm -hmm. in my opinion is to find your gift and give it away that's it in a nutshell. Yes. That's your job while you're here. Yes. You're, you're, you're just to do things for others and, and help make the world a better place, not just a me, me, I, I mentality, but what are we doing collectively and independently to help someone else, you know, somebody that's uh, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. different than us, somebody that we're not used to. Maybe it's unfamiliar. Maybe it's even uncomfortable. But, but what did we do to make somebody improve somebody else's space today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, I think that's so true. It's interesting to say about toxic people because obviously I've had many discussions about this on all my shows and I I deal with this on a regular basis with my clients. Something about us, right? We'll spend hours and hours and tens of thousands of hours lamenting, worrying about, trying to fix things with the toxic person and not enough time focusing on the people in our lives that are blissful and wonderful and easy and and just we don't have to work on it and i think to make that shift right let the toxic people go their toxicity is not your business not my circus not my monkeys and and enjoy the people that are not toxic that are around you that are really spiritually filling you up right right well also people are just using labels too loosely like the word toxic you mean be like a tree and when you grow leaves fall it's just natural so as you grow yourself toxic people aren't around you so the need to focus on them should be taken away we get caught up in our heads where we create a story about this person is wrong or this person is right or we label things we we go as far as to decide who is right or wrong based on something somewhere or a sound bite or, and you know, there's so much more to a person uh, 
than a, a single, you know, 30-second sound bite. Also, there's so much more to a person in, in the whole of the sum, you know. Um, and, you know, I think it's just important that we try to open our hearts and minds and quit, uh, you know, we just use that word too loosely. And funny when I ask people about who the toxic people are they talk, they're talking about, often it's somebody they're trying to have a relationship with. So to me, that <laughs> word is now being used right. too loosely, right? I mean, don't you think yeah. so? So it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's always a toxic some, person. Like, That's right. funny. Yeah. It's always your ex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody's ex, yeah, right? I mean, my Scorp- my Scorpio mother right? did used to say there's an X on the poison bottle for a reason. So maybe it is your ex. But if it is your ex, then be so thankful that they're an ex and just keep walking. Keep walking towards well, people that fill you up. I mean, some folks are just draining. And for, for folks, especially empathic folks, right, draining people yes. uh, drain us to the nth power. We take in a lot. So if there's a lot of uh, draining around us, we get drained a lot. But when you realize well, it's not a healthy thing for you, then you just gravitate towards things that are healthy, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the deal. You know, a kidney gardener can tell you, hey, mom, you got something on your face. <laughs> you know, you're like, right. A kidney gardener can tell you what's wrong, right? They can see the, the broken glass on the floor. Oh, yeah, obvious, right? But it takes a more mature spiritual person to find solutions and focus on the right thing. I never worry about what goes wrong because it's inevitable things are going to go wrong. Things are going to continue to go wrong, whether by myself or by somebody close to me or by nature. But what I put my energy into is what's right, What who is here, who did stay. I can grow that by continuing to focus on the positive. But people spend a lot of energy talking about the negative, hence they're kind of fueling it and continuing to keep it alive and keeping it in their world, sort of like uh, what the mind of man believes and conceives he can achieve. That was a right. statement that I followed a long time by Napoleon. Uh, well, I can't quite finish that name. <laughs> but, but it's a, yeah. you know, there's two mantras that kept me going a long time. One I got in my early 20s, and believe it or not, it was on a single page in a magazine. I just moved to California and lived alone and worked multiple jobs trying to survive. I was probably 19 or 20. And this page said in big, it was black with big white bold letters. It said, if it's to be, it's up to me. That's Mm. all it said. And that really helped me uh, get through a lot of things because I learned as long as I took the responsibility and I took the helm, then I can, I could control the result. Right. In other words, don't let sure. other people be in charge of your happiness. You're in charge of your happiness, and nobody can make you unhappy. I mean, and nobody necessarily even intentionally tries to suck the energy out of you, uh, though we, we sometimes we might feel like that, but that's actually just differences in personalities and characteristics. I mean, you know, once we're not here anymore, it's just vibrations, as you know. <laughs> um, Sure. So, right. yeah, I'm, I'm a firm believer about helping others and, and trying to remove some of the labels and the way people uh, – uh, talk about certain topics that kind of, uh, you know, frame them up sort of negatively when they shouldn't be framed up that way, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, again, we're putting too much emphasis on the things in our life that make us unhappy and not enough on the things that make us happy. And I, for me, it's a, it's a glass half full versus a glass half empty perspective, right? If you focus on the yeah. things in your life that have or had make you unhappy, that'll fill that glass right up with that. But why? Why right. look for what's not there? Why don't focus mm-hmm. on what is there? And I, and I think that, um, mm-hmm. look, both of us, right, have been promoters for a long time. 
booking live events. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a lot. Sometimes you don't know if you're going to make it. You don't know if somebody's going to show up. I mean, it really is almost Mm -hmm. like um, you're at the horse races clutching your tab and the horses are running. You know what I mean? But you have to stay positive. You have to focus on the good things. You have to think about the shows you've done that were successful, the people that were happy, the artists that you got to book. You can't spend all your time worried that, oh, this is going to be the bad one where nobody's going to come because you can't put that kind of energy out there. And it's also no way to live. You have to live in a happy place focusing on not the one time you tried to book a show on Easter Sunday and it was slow, but the the great things that happened, right? Otherwise, you'll drive yourself crazy with the negativity. Well, you know, I really really like to, you know, uh, engage with people and learn about them and the differences. But I love to bring people into my life that uh, um, uh, improve the space I'm in. And ideally, that's reciprocated. In other words, I'm in your life if I'm improving the space you're in, right? And that's the, Absolutely, that's the goal because yeah. that's, that's what the whole goal is, you know. It's like I don't worry about the ones that something's wrong with or it's making me uncomfortable because I don't focus on that because I have too many other things that, are going right. It's like when you have a, part, a party and you have some people don't show up, the only ones that matter are the ones that showed up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we should be talking about, mm-hmm. how, what a great time we're having with who showed up, not which ones didn't, because everyone has their own path to take. And instead of, uh, you know, labeling it or judging it, let it let it be. Like you said, let it go and be in the isness of the moment of what we have right now to improve the space of, the, of both of us right now. Right. Yes. And, and even if sometimes you have a show that's slow, I've had shows that were slow and I've met wonderful people there because there were more people to talk to. I've had seen wonderful artists perform. You have to think of everything of the good in everything. Now, every time you do something, there are always things that you want to improve or things you realize you could have done different mm-hmm. lessons that you learn. But that doesn't mean it gets thrown in the pile of, oh, my God, disaster. It gets thrown in the pile of, hey, this was great. Look at the advantages. I learned lessons and and I moved on. Mm-hmm. And that even works with, when you're talking about toxicity mm-hmm. and, and it just being differences in personality, sometimes you work with someone or you work with an artist or you work with a club owner and you realize, yeah, I don't, this does not really work for me and I don't want to do this again. And that's okay. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with saying thank exactly. you, but we don't really mesh and it's time for me to work somewhere else. Um, you don't feel angry about it. You just realize that was a road. It's like sometimes you go to a restaurant and you're like, this really isn't very good. I don't like this. And you don't go back. It's really that simple. It doesn't have to be the end of the world every time you don't 100% mesh with everybody, right? Right. Well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I think we have two things that are most valuable in our independent worlds and then, of course, collectively. And those two things uh, are energy and time. And the yeah. and energy being the most uh, powerful resource we have, we squandered all day long. A lot of us, right, all day long doing things that we complain about, or we complain about the things we're doing, which again is squandering it. It's like you're, you know, you're not using the, your uh, energy to improve the space of others or yourself if you're complaining about anything that's happening, because complaining is yeah. no result in it at all. Like there, I don't see anything positive. Yeah. And then your time. So the most valuable resource I own. I consider it more valuable than anything else, not a house. <laughs> I mean, even family, I consider family very valuable, but it's my time. And my time, I try to give to, to improve the space of others, even more so, I think, <laughs> sometimes than myself, considering I've needed a pedicure for a while. <laughs> Anyways, 
Um, uh, I know that was just a side note. <laughs> I have not had time to get one, though. I could, I could use one right now. You and me, uh, but you and me both, know, my friend. It, right? And so, you know, I use this example a lot. Is, uh, you know, one of the most ancient animals on the planet is a um, sloth. Did you know that? Yeah. I did not the very know that, but I... Wow. Yeah, it's one of the most ancient, uh, it is like the oldest animal on the planet existing, right, considering. Uh, so, and, and under those circumstances, uh, it learned what the most important resource, uh, so people sometimes look at sloth, and you've heard words like lazy or slow, or, you know, those, those labels we, we kind of quick pro quo and hand off to people that right. we just loosely hand them all over the place as if they make any sense. Because we're always busy, like you said, labeling, labeling people or finding an answer or finding a reason when we're not always supposed to find those things. And with sloth, what's important, uh, what I was talking about here being it's, most, it's the most ancient animal, is that it knows that the most important resource it owns is energy, and it doesn't squander it. Yeah. And that's yeah. why it moves in that direction, in that manner. At least that's, you know, what I believe in uh Western medicine, <laughs> spirit animals. <laughs> well, maybe when you've spent um, that much no. time here, Jamie, maybe when you've spent mm-hmm. that many millions of years here, you learn that nothing is worth being in that much of a rush, right? Another ancient car- another ancient creature, right? The crocodile, it just pretty much chills. If it's got to eat, then it eats you. But the rest of the time, it'll float in one place, kind of half in and half out, and it's got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Maybe the longer you know, you're here, the longer you learn. Like, I don't have to rush around. I'm just going to sit here till the food comes to me. You know, what's funny is that I was like, I was thinking about often lately, I think about animals and I visualize watching if they acted like we act, how silly it would look, right? And I was visualizing right. the dogs or the cats or, or and, they're, and they're like, you stepped on my toe. Hey, that was my girlfriend. Hey, 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 you ignored me today. Like, can you just see them bickering like we do and then fighting and then killing yeah. for no reason or hurting others for no reason? They don't do that. Right. They don't do that at all. No. That doesn't even exist in their minds. And only only humans are coming up with that kind of nonsense. <laughs> but, you know, versus just like, let's improve the space we're in. Let's just make a, a life together and, and harness the energy that we own already and for a, a positive return, like to help others and to collectively work together, you know? Yeah. No, I, I agree with that 100%. I completely agree with you. And I think that um, spending time with animals helps you to realize what's important because it's just about um, it's just about love, right? It's about the exchange yeah. of love, the, ex, the exchange of affection, um, being chill together, right? They love to nap with you, sleep with you. Quality time is downtime. And uh, as long well, as got, they have the essentials, they've got food and water and, and they've got a shelter, everything else is pretty much okay with them uh, as long as, um, you know, just as mellow as we can all be. And, and it's funny how when you live with animals, your, 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 your pulse tends to go down. Your blood pressure goes down because you sort of get into their vibe and, um, you just stay as super chill, right? It's all about love and rest and play, and that's how it should mm-hmm. be for all of us. The rest of it is just mm-hmm. the things that get in the way as we're moving towards love and rest and play. Well, you know, like I, it's a lot about staying connected. I mean, animals animals are survivalists, 
as needed uh, against the human race and, and staying connected uh, as needed for their species to continue. And um, we're now separating a lot of our time into social media. We're separating it into screen time. We're separating it into, you know, seeing what the next Twitter was or the, uh, is or uh, the next soundbite from this or that. We get caught up in the, the negative in the news, you know, uh, whether it's politics or religion. And, and again, it just, these are all distractions, I think, from our true purpose here, which is definitely – uh, yeah, love is definitely there, but it's about like embracing others and embracing differences. Differences are what make us so beautiful. Not uh, not all of us being the same with the same sets of ideas and rules, but being unique and authentic and learning from each other. I mean, you know, I see a lot of people, uh, you know, they come to the, my events and one of the, probably one of the things that surprised me the most when I started these things was that, um, well, I guess I wasn't surprised, but was that these people, they fly in from the Bay Area or from Arizona area, they, they come to the events, they, they travel from Bakersfield, different areas, they come to Palm Springs or Long Beach, wherever I'm doing the event at, and they, and they tell me how they don't have, they're not able to stay connected in these small towns that they live in, that they have a hard time uh, sure. finding places to go, yeah. where they have people that share their, their, their lifestyle and their thoughts, and, uh, and mm-hmm. so they're lonely. And so they come, and they're also looking for love. So they're looking for that connection, that magical connection. But they're stuck also. If these people, you know, a lot of my uh, followers are between 40 and 60, I would say, or take, you know, mm-hmm. different ages. But a lot of them are stuck in, in certain ideas that they think is right and wrong. And as a result, they're not usually up to that new person. Well, one of the best rewards I've gotten out of doing these events is people coming to me and saying, oh, my God, I met this person and that person. I would have never talked to them before if it wasn't for this event. I would yeah. have never sat and given them the time of day in the past based on, you know, I thought this about them or I thought that. And they're starting to make these unique connections, and they're really uh, tickled about it, and they're positive. And it's giving them hope. It gives them something to do. It gives them purpose. People need purpose. You know, we need a, yeah. we need a reason to that. wake up. It can't be, yeah, it's, just, it's important, I think for mental health especially. Well, and we need connection, right? I mean, every spiritual thing, whether it's New Age or it's teachings of Buddha, teachings of Christ, Krishna, it's all about connecting, right? It's about community, connection, and love. I think those are the three most important words in the universe. And um, Mm -hmm. connection can be to your higher power, which is amazing, but we're not just spiritual beings. We're also earthbound beings having a life. And we're supposed to connect to other beings that are here. Connection is so important. And if two people connect, both of their lives are changed for that connection. And I think um, I I feel for people that live in small places because I know how I would feel if I lived in a place like that. I'm so lucky that I grew up in Southern California. But in all honesty, I grew up in Orange County in the 80s when things were not really that free thinking. And I know what it's like to feel like a fish out of water. It's so important, which is why I think your events are great. It's so important to have a place to go where you know you're going to find people that sort of sing your song. But then, like you said, being open to making a connection, whether it's an acquaintance, a friend, a new friend, a new romantic relationship, thinking beyond the box, right? Because as we evolve, our box expands. And what we want in somebody we're connected to, um, that, that should open up because we suddenly are exposed to different people. And the most important mm-hmm. thing is that two souls connect to each other, right? 
And I love that. I tell when I do my live videos and I do my um, spiritual advice, my psychic readings, I tell people all the time, even after my interface services, um, make a friend here today. Make a friend in the chat. Make a friend in the church because when you grow your tribe, you grow your vibe. And I always go mm-hmm. to things thinking I'm going to make a friend. I grew up an actor, and when I was very young, um, a friend who was an actor that was older said to me, every time you do a play, every time you do a movie, every time you do a TV, you're going to make a friend. And it's true. Everywhere I went, I went looking to make a friend, and then every time I did a project, I made a friend, especially plays mm-hmm. where you're in it for so long. I came out of it with a best friend every time. Um, I think we should mm-hmm. now. I go everywhere looking for that. I go to your events this weekend, and I'll make a friend. Mm-hmm. And I think if we just mm-hmm. stay open to that, right, to the idea that there's wonderful new people we've never met or people we see but we've never talked to, all of those people could potentially be a new friend. Mm-hmm. Well, and and so, you know, uh, I mean, adding, adding to that, it was funny because um, when I started these events a year ago, um, I had a partner that we started the very first event and it was called Flaunt. Her name was Leanne Wilson, mm-hmm. and it was in June of last mm-hmm. year. And first sat at the table to talk about doing this event thing. I was, uh, I had not had the plan to do events. I was working on something uh, rec- uh, called Stay. I might have mentioned before, Suicide Talk and You. It's a different platform and something to help people mm. uh, in, in real life, IRL. But. I wanted to touch on this topic for a minute because, and she knew it. So all my events are about mental health and everything about these events are trying to raise the awareness of mental health and raise the awareness of, of suicide, suicide uh, prevention and, and raise the awareness of what we can do collectively to make a difference. And I want to add, um, and, and I want to, and rest her soul because she, um, you know, she passed away this last March mm, and uh, so sorry. not the way. I would have liked her. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Um, was not the. It was. Uh, it was very sad. So, but I want to add to the yeah. three words that you you talked about: community, connection, and love. But I think two words that are really important are acceptance and surrender. And acceptance mm, yes. is accept the things you cannot change and accept the differences in people instead of start. Why does it have to be either bad or wrong? Why can't they just be simply different? And instead mm-hmm. of us putting a negative spin on it, because I, acceptance and surrender doesn't say you have to accept toxic people in your life or you have to accept a, 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 a ba- abusive relationship or you have to accept a, a job that treats you poorly. What it means is uh, don't build a, a bigger story around each thing that goes on in your life and making it more drama than necessary. You know, accept, accept this moment as it is and find your, you know, your zen in it. Find your your center, your vibration, and and surrender to the the need to label, surrender the need to label everything or find a reason for it. Because mm-hmm. we work so hard sometimes mm-hmm. trying to get other people to agree with us, or you know, or collectively trying yeah. to you know convince hey, this is right versus that's wrong, and that's just a lot of wasted energy sometimes. Versus accepting the differences, surrender to what is, and and allow people as they are. And so when they do come, these people are talking about coming to the event. And being grateful that they were able to make this connection, like you mentioned, uh, one of the reasons they're doing that is they're opening their minds, I think, and and talking and engaging with each other. And you know, I don't know if you were at one of the events. I always, uh, I've had things where I gave away acupuncture treatments. I gave away nice. 
the massage. Yeah, so I always wanted to be about mental health, which that all, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that actually contributes yep. to that. I think I had some games that you could play. Actually, it was a golf. It was beer pong golf. <laughs> That's what it was. Nice. It's like, like you got, and it was so people would actually do something that they normally wouldn't do, um, and then maybe meet somebody that they normally wouldn't meet, and then maybe mm-hmm. allow them mm-hmm. to be in their space and open their mind away from what they used to think about what they had to dress like or act like to talk to. And they're telling me, oh, my, I wouldn't have made that connection. I wouldn't have met that person. So I think it's really important that people just keep their hearts open, their minds open. Because at the end of our life, nobody's going to pat you on the back and say, oh, way to go, keeping them boundaries. You did such a great job with all right. the solid, strong, you know, advice to everybody on social right. media, but you died alone. Right. <laughs> you know, what about having partners right. and yeah. people in your life that, that are different, but you guys were there for each other as a thing. Like you stayed connected and you helped, uh, you let others come exactly. in. Exactly. Like, you know, help. Exactly. What about, what are we going to, you know what, when you, spirit's not going to pat you on the back when you cross over and go, way to go with only hanging out with your kind and never talking to anybody else. I mean, it's, it's, not, exactly. it's not like that. Exactly what it's not what we're supposed That's to exactly. do. And it's, so when I see things, especially in my beloved queer community, where I think I'm about, you know, five letters. And I see all these things that say, you know, this isn't welcome or none of this or that's not welcome. I'm like, that's not, that's not what it's meant to be. You know, my, I'm pastored at the Metropolitan Community Church at the Founders Church. That's my home. And, um, and I'm on staff there. And, you know, Troy Perry and the folks that founded uh, MCC to help other people who had been kicked out of their churches for being queer have a place. It wasn't at that time, right, in the, in the very late 60s, it wasn't, oh, but you know what, but these people aren't welcome and those people aren't welcome. It was everybody who was queer fighting together to have the right mm-hmm. to say, I want to go to church and have a place where they could go. And it's so important to me that, that we keep that. Even when I was a teenager in the 80s, um, everybody stuck together, right? The artists, the, the queer people, the punk rockers, like everybody who didn't <laughs> fit, the, the psychics, everybody stuck together. And then as acceptance yeah. started, as more groups started getting accepted, more groups started staying with their own and not fighting for other groups. And I always mm-hmm. say that if everybody who was ever marginalized or called a minority stuck together, there would be no anything else oppressing or suppressing because we would all be the majority. So why don't we all stick mm-hmm. together with the agenda of love and inclusivity? Mm-hmm. And I that is definitely the message I get from spirit. That is what spirit wants for us all. We just got to get on that page with that. You know, like, yeah. like if my cat, my kitten was raised around dogs and he doesn't know that he's not a dog. He doesn't know the difference. He doesn't think, well, I don't know, I'm a cat and these are dogs, I shouldn't do that. He just knows these are creatures that love him and he's a creature of love, so he just spreads love. And if nobody ever told kids, you know, don't hang out with the queer kid, don't hang out with the person of color, don't hang out with this one because her mom's a Wiccan, like kids wouldn't know any different. It's We instill you know- that into them, right? I have a son, and uh, he was raised by lesbians, which might explain why. Uh, <laughs> he, I think you're right about this thing. Uh, apparently, he is a lesbian trapped in a man's body. <laughs> right? Um, because, but, <laughs> I mean, in a, in, a, in a funny sort of way. But um, 
you know, also like when we're we're talking about like we need to stay connected, but we also need to accept the one that wants to be alone. Like instead of saying something's wrong with them, we could also, uh, you know, again, just surrender to what is and let this be without using any words that hurt it or make it something that is unacceptable. I mean, even within our community, as you were mentioning about, uh, you know, the fight to be accepted as a queer person, uh, gay or lesbian. But also within the community, there's a, there was an issue. When I first came out, it was, oh, gosh, 1987. Okay, <laughs> something like that. I hate to go back. Um, and I remember not feeling accepted, right, and having not looked the part or not, you know, fit in. So, you know, even within our own community, we there's, there's so, sort of some segregation that can happen sometimes. But we all have to practice this. This is like – we all have to collectively just try to be the person that improves the space others are in, no matter what yes. you're doing, yes. how you're doing it, and who you're doing it with. Let's allow the differences to happen. So maybe they don't want to come to your church, or maybe they don't want to come to your golf event, or maybe they don't want to come to your party, but maybe they're just unique in their own way, and they're still equal to you, because that's really the, the thing is we're still all squirrels trying to get a nut, <laughs> and we're the same. We're working Absolutely. our best life and are trying to get – our path, it's best that we can. That's it. Absolutely. And they don't have to be just like you. Like there's that meme. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bastardize it now and not say it right, but it's, it says something like, um, you know, the, the road to unhappiness is trying to make everybody just like you. And it's true. Whether you're in a relationship or it's a friendship, it's a family relationship, it's a work relationship, just because you're connecting to somebody doesn't mean that they have to be just like you. I have a friend who is Jewish, and um, he was kind of, you know, socially Jewish until he met some folks that were Orthodox where he was living, and now he's not really Orthodox, but he's very much more devout than he was. And when he's in town, he performs at my spiritual service. We sing together at my service, and it doesn't, like, occur to me that he's any different from me because, to me, he's a different soul and I'm a different soul, and sometimes people will say, like, because, you know, MCC is predominantly a progressive Christian church. They're like, oh, the, the Jewish guy sings every month. And I'm like, you know, and? I mean, that's, <laughs> it's, we should stop looking at people like that's the Jewish guy and start looking at people like, hey, that's the guy that sings with Sheena every month. You know, I mean, I think that, it's, like I said, it's great that we have our boxes and that we're proud to be in our boxes. But we need to kind of make sure the boxes have glass walls and we can see and interact with everybody else. Um, and, and just, like you said, not set expectations for who you're going to meet. If you're looking for love and you come into town and you go to one of Jamie's events, don't have this very strange aesthetic checklist uh, for what this person needs to look like this and make this much money and have this job, or I'm not even open to it. I mean, just be open to a soul that resonates with your soul on any level you decide to connect with somebody on because you just never know. And you can, it's like, you know, you just, we had like a, what, a five minutes discussion before you did the show today. Mm -hmm. I don't prep questions for people because I believe if you prep questions, you're going to miss all the good stuff. Because if somebody thinks the next question is going to be X, Y, and Z, they might not say this thing that they were going to say, and that's what really needs to come out. It, if you don't mm-hmm. set a direction for a show, then the important stuff that needs to be will come out that day. And I think it's the same thing with meeting people. If you don't already talk yourself out of meeting somebody before you've met them, 
then you never know who you're going to meet. And that could be just the right person for you that you could have talked yourself out of. Yeah, I you know? agree. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, um, yeah, again, I, you know, I just, I just, I like differences. I'm always fascinated by differences. And sometimes, you know, when you're questioning, you're talking to somebody, some people, they, you know, I used to do motivational training for sales. I was in the furniture industry for 25 years. And, um, and I had to go around Southern California and the West Coast and, and get these designers and salespeople and companies to sell my sofa, let's just say. And they had like 20 sofa brands that they could sell on their furniture showroom. And I had to figure out how would they sell mine? You know, how do I get them to sell mine first? And they get to choose anything when their customer walks in. And mine wasn't the best. Mine was, didn't come the fastest. It wasn't, it wasn't the best price. It, you know, but how did, how, did I, how did I talk to them and get them to want to sell my product or give me a, a chance, right? And why? Why would they? Well, it was really just about relationships. So when you're cultivating a relationship, you can do a lot with a relationship. Once you've cultivated a relationship, you can get, you can get people to, to get on your team once they trust you. You can get them to, to help you build something. You can get them to help you move maybe. But it's this relationship building process that gets you the next step and the next step. And it's not who you know. It's, what you, it's not what you know. It's who you know sometimes. It's just a relationship that then gets you to that next person and that next place, you know. Um, and uh, and I, I said something earlier I wanted to recap on because I, I have these little things that help me through my – I moved out here when I was 17. I lived alone. Actually, I left the home when I was 17. By the time I was 18, I moved to two states away. And it was very hard to survive in Southern California. It's very expensive here. There's a lot of people here. <laughs> and it was hard. <laughs> and uh, there was not anybody leaning back on and so I really had to figure things out. And, you know, when I was left to my own demise to figure it out, I got it figured out when nobody did it for me because that's how bad I wanted to, uh, I guess, get somewhere or do something with my life or something. And, and you know, I was, I was just thinking of this P.T. Barnes thing that I'm always listening. I'm always have on my – I think I have it on my computer screen. And it says, no one ever made a difference by being like everyone else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know. And you have to make yourself open to find you're happy, right? Because what makes somebody else happy might not make you happy. You have to f- right. find what works for you, f- find you're happy. I was just having this discussion with one of my best friends on the phone today. She was saying that, um, you know, she goes into relationships and she's like, I tell everybody this is who I am. And three months later, they're like, but why are you like this? <laughs> she's, like, she's like, because I, I told you, this is what I do. And it's not like bad stuff. It's just, you know, I'm very work focused and I'm very honest and um, I'm kind of a neat freak. And, and for me, I'm just so thankful that she tells people up front who she is because some people go, oh, no, everything's okay. And then three months later, why are you like this? Um, but I think that, you know, it's, it's okay that somebody be the way that they are. But you have to just listen to what they're saying and then um, allow everybody, and everybody's stuff doesn't need to be something that makes you unhappy, right? You see people on Facebook like, oh, I can't stand people that dot, dot, dot. And half the stuff has yeah. nothing to do with them. It's like, well, I can't stand people that have a messy kitchen. Well, okay, then keep your kitchen clean. And if you don't want to go to their house, don't. Um, but why yeah. is this worth a Facebook post? This time could be yeah. uplifting someone. And um, I notice that sometimes in my lives, people will come in and they'll just say like nasty things to other people or, you know, complain about everything. And 
I just don't think that's the way to get happy. The way to get happy is to, like you said, surrender, surrender to the everything yeah. in the world and yeah. allow what is meant for you to come in and, and don't block things and, and enjoy things yeah. and take it, go to something like your events this weekend with an open heart and an open mind and an open soul, right? Right. You know, everything that's great in our life today, I mean, all the greatest things I can think of that man, ha- man has discovered or made for us to, to make our lives more convenient, came with a whole hell of a lot of criticism. And people got beat up for their ideas. <laughs> they got beat up by, yep. their, by their friends, you know, emotionally or, you know, verbally, whether we're talking about Edison and electricity or we're talking about uh, – uh, 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 Hemingway writing some of you know his his stories or Sigmund uh, uh, Sigmund uh, yeah Freud Sigmund Freud yeah they all had they all had their own problems at the same time but they fought a sure. lot of opposition to bring a better life to us even Elon Musk fought his fights a lot every day to give us a, a better life he's not doing this just for himself I believe that wholeheartedly people do a lot of yeah. things that have nothing to do for themselves it's a, for the greater good but they take a beating to do it I mean quite a beating I mean and put down by people I mean I've had it my whole life and you maybe have had it too where they just uh, they don't support this or you know I don't look for the naysayers because they're a dime a dozen I look for the yes people because I'm a yes person. I look for just if I can find yes. one yes, me too. I'm good. <laughs> you know, because yep. the naysayers, the people that have all the reasons you shouldn't do it, a kindergartner can tell you. But finding one person that says, "Yeah, I think that's possible," that's worth gold. Yep. You know, yes. someone well, that's that, the glass like, half hey, empty versus the glass half full, right? Yeah, yeah, and they're not afraid. See, I'm not afraid of failure. I'm afraid of not trying. Yeah, me too. I'm afraid of not doing anything. That's that's what I yeah. fear. And uh, I, I always yeah. tell my clients, you know, if you if you're looking for reasons that your life sucks, you'll find them. But why look there? Why not look for reasons that your life is amazing and just keep filling the negativity with positivity and pushing the negative things out of the way and putting positive things in the space? I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and getting involved right. in something. Get yourself busy. I mean, look at how busy you are. I, I want you to tell me about your events this weekend so that we talk a little bit about okay. what's going on because you have got so much happening this weekend, and I can't believe how much you've taken on. So, as you know, I, I start. I, this was sort of an accidental startup last year, and so and it took off, and our group, I started uh, Firefly in uh, June of last year, and Firefly Shines event is basically meant to be an all-inclusive events where people can get where people can connect to one another and cultivate relationships and stay connected for mental health they come out they interact with others and they do it IRL in real life okay because nice. and the reason nice. is that right IRL I mean I'm I, I'm, I have some property, and I'm going to build a ranch and by the way I'm calling it the IRL ranch because it's going to be in real nice. life in fact I'll, anybody will be lucky if they can even bring a computer or phone on my property because I'm, I'm thinking that these things are really contri- contributing to uh, a deterioration in people's mental health, that the screen time sure. and the social media is also uh, detrimental in, in a way to us, and which is, it, it is why, you know, there's a lot of issues going on in the world. But um, back to the events, not to get too far that way. All of my events are about mental health, very much so keeping, trying to get people to come out, stay connected, and, and just talk to others and open their minds. So this weekend... I was lucky enough somehow to obtain Club Ripples. 
It was the longest-running gay bar in California ever, 47 years consecutively. Wow. Two stories, outdoor patio, all windows, top and bottom, facing the ocean. It's a gorgeous venue. It's been closed for over three years now. And it's, it was just an empty building. And I just thought, what a great place if I could – I wish I could get back in there and I could just do an event there. And somehow I was in the right place at the right time kind of at the last minute of the last hour, <laughs> there was a friend of a friend that got me the rest of the way and got me to the owners. And then I had to talk to them and find a way that I could make this happen because they had never leased the building out to anybody or rented it to anybody, especially like me, not to mention it's not set up anymore <laughs> with all the things needed. Wow. Like DJ. So it, it, it's been a, um, it's been a, a job that's for sure. But, but what's exciting is I have a good team of people. I have a, a partner uh, that's been uh, really helping me get this bar up and going, cause, you know, uh, and that's Leslie Stoddard. Uh, and she really was instrumental because we had a big project, and we didn't have as much time as we would have liked to uh, to, pre- to prepare right. for it because negotiation took that long. Um, but we got it, and the whole idea now is the whole three days is about a tribute to the original OGs of Pride, which is also known as where Pride began, and it's meant as a sort of respect for people that were the the torch holders at the beginning, the ones that were, you know, that diversity in its face, the ones that held steadfast and kept things going, and they were the ones that created that place that everyone could go, and that the people that had no place to go had a place to go suddenly. Um, Well, that's just location. That's Club Ripples is. So getting it, I made sure that we're doing a tribute to the original G's. We're doing Shake, Shimmer, and Shine Party, Sparkle, <laughs> Gleam and Glow, which is also like a butterfly, and, and, right. and, and, and some fun stuff together. Uh, and we have a three-day event, Friday 7 to close and Saturday 7 to close, and Sunday we're doing noon to close, which will be you know, a very busy weekend. But we also put in some inter- diversified entertainment. We have uh, female comedians. We have a trans comedian. I have a, uh, I have a few different things going on. And the whole goal is also to make it uh, possible that people could come to this event by not charging a lot of money, <laughs> by not, like, yeah. you know, going after the I'm going after getting community into a building that can help each other. I'm going after collectively giving people something that, they improved the space they're in. They went home and they felt better because they connected to people again. Or maybe it's the past, maybe it's the present, but they had a chance to go out and, you know, smile for a night. That's good enough sometimes. Beautiful. No, I believe that. That's wonderful. I think that's great. So what what's happening each night? Friday night is uh, the first two hours we just have a, a comedy. We have a special benefit for mental health, and it, and it benefits uh, – Trevor Project for LGBTQ youth at risk for suicide prevention, but we're also mainly the goal is to go and support and get off the ground a company called STAY. And STAY stands for S-T-A-Y, Suicide Talk and You. And suicidetalkandyou.org, that website will be up soon, is something I developed in 2018. And it was for a very specific reason at the time. Uh, it was not, it's not meant to be a crisis hotline. It's not another, you know, uh, screen time thing. It's basically going to be equivalent to 
uh, AA meeting in a way, and, and this is what it is, if I can try to sum up real quick. You know, everywhere in the United sure. States you can go, at least, uh, I don't care if you're in New Jersey or you're in Idaho or you're in uh, Mexico, I mean, uh, um, New Mexico, you can go to, you can find a national registry and go to an AA meeting seven days a week, almost any time of day to keep you from lifting a drink sure. into your mouth, right? But people right. for suicide don't have anything like that. And what happens mm-hmm. is, yes. and I went to go look to get some help in 2018, and the problem was is that every place that I went to had a label on it. And let's just start with LGBTQ youth. And I went, well, I don't relate to that. Or let's say one said mental illness, and I said, well, I don't relate to that. One said addiction. I went, well, I don't relate to that. Pretty soon I felt like there was nowhere to go because there was nothing that was just – I needed a body, like a real live person, not, not somebody on the phone, not on a screen – not a doctor's appointment, but like uh, like a meeting, like you go down the street just to go somewhere. So you can maybe hear something or you can engage with people that have something that they can relate to about this topic, whether they're concerned for a friend or or they uh, uh, lost a partner or, you know, worked with somebody that took their life. The whole point is that people need to stay connected and they could – so this thing that I'm developing, and it's really important to me and I'm passionate about it, is that – it's sort of like, think of it like this. It's going to be a 24-hour live Zoom meeting, and you can chat, You can just pipe in and listen if you want anonymously. You could pipe in and make a, an a avatar and ask a question if you don't want, because it doesn't matter if you're 9 or 99. It doesn't matter if you're gay or straight or rich or poor. It doesn't matter if, if you're straight A's or you work as a janitor or you were prince of anything. Suicide doesn't discriminate me. It doesn't care about anything. Yes. And when it comes, yeah. it only takes a couple of minutes. And all those people needed was a couple of minutes to do something else. And I believe time is the key and solution to that particular topic. And sometimes you learn something by being here one more minute that you didn't know a minute ago that gets you through that day. Then you learn something that gets you through that week. And then you learn something that gets you through that month. And then you learn something and so forth and so on. So it's not about having to find the cause all the time. It's not always about this crisis hotline again. It's about just human beings talking, and then you can hear it or you can engage in it. But at least you'll have a better – you'll have more knowledge under your belt before making this decision. I believe that's the key right there. So, they, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. But maybe if I could hear something or they could hear something because they're listening to people talk, then maybe it would teach them or give them something to think about that maybe makes their make uh, helps them make a different decision. I believe that's in that. beautiful. I think that's so wonderful, and I think that uh, that's your work for the world, right? I mean, that's your real mission behind everything that you do. Is it's the ultimate connection because when people feel connected, oftentimes they don't want to end their lives, and it's that feeling of disconnection that sometimes leads mm-hmm. to that. So that's beautiful. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. Where can people, because uh, we're all out of time, can you believe we blew through an hour? Where can you um, people find you, get tickets, find you for future events, um, everything? Okay, well, we have our website, fireflyshines.com, and we have just uh, we just got it up and running. We're kind of smoothing it out. Uh, so fireflyshines.com, uh, and then suicidetalkandyou.org is my other one that's actually underway. And they're both about the same thing, staying connected. And just like Firefly Shines, Mm -hmm. where everyone's welcome to stay. 
I love that. Uh, Jamie Thompson, everybody, thank you so much, my friend. What a joy to spend an hour with you and talk about all kinds of things. And I will see you this weekend, I'm sure, at one of your events or more. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to come out and, and partake. And I encourage everyone to come out and meet me out there and come and meet me and make a connection. I love that story. Uh, thank you so much for being here. And, um, again, where can people find you online? Uh, Fireflyshines.com. And this weekend's event is in Long Beach on Ocean Boulevard, Club Ripples at 5101 East Ocean Boulevard, Long Beach. So it's a 7 o'clock to close on Friday, 7 to close on Saturday, and then 12 to close no. on Sunday. And it all starts with the comedy show on Friday. Yeah, and the Friday the Friday comedy show you have to have special tickets for. But after 9 o'clock, anybody can come in. Uh, nine, so if you don't have a ticket for the comedy show, you could go uh, to the FireflyShines.com website, and I think we have Wonderful. a link up there. Wonderful. Thank you so much, my friend, for being here. What an honor to have you here. And uh, this was fun, and I hope you'll come back and do this again with me because I'd love it. Thank you very much, Sheena, for having me. Uh, Please come out and get some connection this weekend. It's Long Beach Pride. It'll be fun. If you miss any of those links, SheenaMetalSpiritual.com. That's how you find me for all your psychic and spiritual needs. We're here every Tuesday at 5 o'clock Pacific time. It's Raising the Vibration liveparanormal.com, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher. The list goes on and on. Until I see you next time, seek peace, live in love, lead with kindness, embrace unity, always raise your vibration, and know that you are loved and you are loved. I'll see you next time. I'm Sheena Metal. This is Raising the Vibration. Please visit my nonprofit at raisingthevibration.org and this radio show at raisingthevibrationradio.org. I'll see you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.